following is a continuation of our study called Never Out of Reach, looking at the book of Jonah. We hope you enjoy. Let's get started. Michael, will you open some prayer? <laughs> All right, bow your heads with me. Thank you. Uh, Lord, thank you for this day and thank you for the time that we have to come together. I ask that you would bless this time, allow us to grow closer to you and closer to each other. I ask that you would use Tree and speak to us through him um, and allow him to be clear and concise um, and what he's teaching. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so let's, uh, let's read Jonah chapter 1. Last time we just kind of talked about what the book of Jonah was about, but tonight we're going to get into it. So why don't we, uh, why don't we do this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And there's 17 verses, so why don't each of you read two verses, and then Gideon, you'll finish, just finish off when he, once he gets to you. How about that? I can't find Jonah. 774. Where are going? He's in the Thank you. Now the word of God came to Jonah, the son of Emmet. Saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. But Jonah rose to flee to Tarnish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. Uh, so he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. <coughs> but the Lord hurled a great wind upon the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship threatened to break up. Then the mariners were afraid, and each cried out to his God, and they hurled the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lie in for them. But Jonah had gone down into the inner part of the ship, and had laid down, and was fast asleep. So the captain came and said to him, What do you mean, you sleeper? Rise and call out to your God. Perhaps, you will, perhaps the God will give us a thought to us that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots that we may know on whose account this evil has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Tell us whose account this evil has come upon us. What is your occupation, and where do you come from? What is your country, and of what people are you? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, What is this that you have done? For the men knew that he was slain from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you, you that the sea may quiet down for us? For the sea grew more and more temptuous. He said to them, Pick me up and hurl me into the sea. Then the sea will quiet down for you. For I know it is because of me that it is great tempest has come upon me. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to get back to dry land, but they could not. For the group for the sea grew more and more tempestuous against them. Therefore, they called out to the Lord. O Lord, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not on us innocent blood. For you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. 
So they picked up Jonah and hurled him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. Yeah, I can remember that. And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Okay, thank you. Okay. So, a lot of people are runners, okay? Some people run. Some people run and scream. Some people run and flail their arms. Some people run and scream and... Yes, they do. So, I have a video. I have a video of some of my favorite people running and screaming, and I want to... Because I think it's pretty funny. Is it the girl from The Shining? These are some of my favorite people who run and scream. <laughs> Is it ladies? Is that Gus? Some people run, okay? Some people are really, really good at it. And that's that's kind of our, our standard image of Jonah, is that he does what? He runs. He's a runner, okay? Most of the prophets have this very small picture of God's calling to them, and then a lot of pages dedicated to what they ended up saying to the people. We have the complete opposite here with Jonah, okay? God's call to Jonah is going to take up the bulk of this book, and we're only going to see just a little bit of what he actually says. So we're going to look at this big, long portion of him running over the next couple of studies. But it's here in Jonah's story that we see how God works his plan out for him and how he has a great work planned for Jonah. So tonight our, our big point is this. This is a story of how the Lord never gives up in his unrelenting pursuit of us. How the Lord never gives up in his unrelenting pursuit of us. So we're going to look at the three characters in this story, Jonah, the sailors, and, and God. Okay, so let's look back at verses 1 and 2. It says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. And what does he do? Without even thinking. He does. He, he books it. Okay, he's gone. He flees instantly. In fact, he keeps fleeing. He keeps trying to get further and further away. There's this constant use of the term going down in Jonah. And that's, again, this, this idea he's trying to go down as far away from God as he can. Okay? Trying to get as far away as possible. Uh, so God wanted him, excuse me, to go to Nineveh, which is about 
roughly 500 miles northeast of Palestine. Okay, and instead of going northeast, he goes southwest. southwest okay, uh, he he goes about 2,000 miles southwest on his way to Tarshish, which is essentially in southern Spain. So his goal is to try and get away down here and then take a boat up to Tarshish. Okay, uh, Jonah sees the word of God to be feared, but he doesn't want the people of Nineveh to have that fear of God. Uh, we learn that. Uh, turn to chapter 4. Okay? We learn of a little bit of Jonah's prejudice here in chapter 4 when he says, But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry, and he prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is not this what I said when I was yet in my own country? That, that is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish, for I knew that you were a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting in disaster. So he's, he's admitting that he understands that God is gracious. And the, the fact that God called him to go to Nineveh and preach that message offended Jonah. And he said, they don't really deserve that message. Okay? What he's essentially saying is, they deserve your judgment, Lord. Yes. Where's Tarshish? Tarshish is in southern Spain. So we have, we have Jerusalem over here. He fled southwest to go to a port, and he was going to take a boat all the way to Tarshish. He went to Joppa and then... On the other side of Nineveh is the opposite Yes, Nineveh was, was the other way. Okay. Okay. okay, so he really doesn't want the city to be forgiven. He really doesn't want the people of Nineveh to come to know the Lord. At the outset of Jonah's escape, kind of seems like everything's going pretty good. Okay, Made it to Joppa, check. Uh, he got tickets for the ship, check. Packed his bags, check. Boarded the ship on the way to his lovely Spanish resort, check. Yeah. How do you so he is kind of free. Fall by a big fish. You can't do that? Check, check. Okay. Uh, so clearly he's escaped the Lord, right? No. No. Does he really think that the Lord wouldn't notice where he's going? Yeah. I think he kind of... No, I can put, I can put my pinky down. Why is that such a deal? Like, we can't do that. Why is that? I don't understand why that's so weird. All right, everybody, put your hands down. Everybody, put your hands down. It's okay. Going crazy. So God is making a mess of Jonah's life here in order to do what? In order to do what? To draw him. To draw him back to himself. Okay. The idea of the fact that we get into trouble when running from God is actually a bit of his mercy to us. Okay? Uh, rarely do we disobey the, the same way that Jonah did by like physically running from God, but we do disobey nonetheless. So are there ways that are being disobedient to the clear commission from God to share God's word? Is, are there ways that we're disobedient to that? Are there ways that we try and you know, avoid that or flee from that? Uh, I think that's a good question for us to think about. Let's think about these sailors here. And I hope you caught what's going on in the lives of these sailors, too, because the, the Lord's very gracious to them. Uh, there's, there's kind of a, you know, this big prophetic temper tantrum going on before their eyes. Okay, They're very fearful when they're in this storm. They're, it says they're terrified three times in that passage, in verses 5, 10, and 16. Uh, the fear, this fear turned into fear of God at the end of that. Did you notice they prayed out to their own gods at the beginning, and by the end they were doing what? They made sacrifices to the one true God. So these men, for all intents and purposes, came to know the Lord through this storm, which I think is pretty pretty cool. 
But in the middle of the storm, they, they obviously don't know what the Lord is doing, and they don't know what's going on. So what do they do? They go to Jonah. And what is he doing? Sleeping. Sleeping. Okay. Like, what do you mean, you sleeper? Yes. Is there another story in Scripture where there's a storm and someone is sleeping on a boat? Yes. Okay. So there's, there's lots of similarities between those two accounts. Except in that case, Jesus was the perfect Messiah. Jonah is a very imperfect person. And he, he kind of has this callous, conscious disobedience. Okay. He, not only is he running from God, but he's, he's falling asleep. And he's just, you know, acting like everything's just normal. Okay? He's kind of apathetic towards what the Lord's calling to do. He's kind of unrepentant here. Okay? When they figure out what's going on, they figure out that he's the reason why the storm's there. He would rather die in the storm than go back to Nineveh. Like That's how, that's how stubborn he's being here. He's the Lord, you've called me to go there. You've called me to take this message. But I would much rather drown in this ocean than to go there. Okay? Even though you've called me to do it and you've promised that you are good and you will take care of me, I would rather die here. So in verse 7, what do they do? They cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah, and they decide to do what? Throw him in. Okay. Do you notice the, the repetitive use of the word hurl here? The, they say to him, what shall we do to you? May the sea quiet down for us. The sea grew more and more, and this is a, a difficult word, tempestuous. Okay. It just means crazy. Okay. It's the waves are getting big. At this point, what does Jonah suggest? Uh, throw, me throw, throw me over, okay? And what, what do you think he, why do you think he suggested this? Okay, so I think in a sense, he, he didn't want the blood on his hands, but again, also, if he dies in that ocean, what does he not have to do? He doesn't have to go to Nineveh. But God does what? He saves him. What What does it say that he does? He appoints a fish. So God appoints a fish. He doesn't just say there's a fish coming along and I'm going to let this fish swallow him. He divinely appointed this particular fish. Whether it's a whale or a large salmon, I don't know what it is. But it is a fish that is very large that a man can fit inside. God appointed that fish. And again... These sailors who were, were just moments before calling out to their, their foreign gods did what? They made sacrifices to God. So these men came to know the Lord through this event. So the Lord can use any situation to bring people to the faith. So lastly, let's look at the, the Lord's work here. The Lord never turns back. He never gives rest in his pursuit of us. never gives rest in his pursuit of Jonah. Again, he per, just pursued these sailors, these unknown sailors, and he continues to pursue Jonah. He has chosen Jonah for this message. He knew that Jonah would resist at all costs. He knew what, exactly what Jonah was going to do, but he called him anyways. And why? Because God's pursuing who? Us. Nineveh. Okay? He's pursuing the city. Okay? Verse 2, arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. Okay? He pursues Nineveh through Jonah. Okay? That is his goal for that city. He didn't choose to deal with Nineveh while Jonah was running. Okay? Hope you all noticed that. He didn't say, I want Nineveh for my own. Jonah runs. Okay, let me take care of this first, and then I'll go get Jonah. No, he, he pursues Jonah because Jonah's job is to go and preach to Nineveh. He has a plan to use Jonah here, um, and he wouldn't enact that plan until he has his man in his place. Okay, God doesn't need Jonah, but he wills that, that Jonah is the one that, that goes and does this. Okay, He goes as far as to 
make this storm come. He's relentless in his pursuit. Okay. One writer says this, when God purposes something, nothing can stand in its way. And that's kind of scary, isn't it? That God can do anything to do whatever he wants. But I hope it's encouraging at the same time. I hope it's yeah. very encouraging. Okay. So again, I hope that, that you can kind of see some of the similarities and contrasts to the story of Jesus here. He pursues, uh, Jesus pursues his people to the end of the earth and nothing could stand in his way. Okay. He loves us, even to death. Okay. There's this picture of Jesus calming the storm and then Jonah being sacrificed to calm the storm. Uh, but the difference between those two accounts is that Jesus didn't deserve the wrath, but he took it anyways. Jonah deserved the wrath because he was running. Okay, Jesus was innocent and not the cause of God's judgment, but is willing to go to the place. Of... Unlike these men on board with Jonah, who were scared of killing innocent blood, the men of Israel at the time of the Passover, they were not afraid to take Jesus' blood. They didn't care. Okay, So these, these men in this boat were, were hesitant to kill Jonah. But the, the men at Jesus' time said, let his blood be on us and our children, because we don't care. Okay, So there's, there's definitely some, some overlap between Jonah, uh, Jonah's story. There's a good picture of sacrifice and, and God's pursuit of us. So let me end with this. There's a quote that says, When you run away from the Lord, you never get where you are going, and you always pay the fare. When you go to the Lord's way, you always get where you're going, and he always pays the fare. So every time we run from God, we're paying a hefty price. Uh, and that comes at the extent of our walk with him. It comes at the extent of our, our daily life with him. For Jonah, the ride was just beginning to get started here. Okay? God has some very unique things planned for him that we'll get into here in just a little bit, especially over these next three days. Uh, I can't imagine what it's like to live inside the mouth of something else for three days. I'm sure it didn't smell good. I'm sure. (laughs) It's true. There's probably some nice krill that came in there. (laughs) That being said, that being said, let me let me pray for us, and then we've got some small group questions that we're going to go through together. Okay. Gracious Father, we do thank you for this day. We thank you for this time, Lord. I do ask that you would continue to watch over us, Lord. Teach us through this book, Lord, that we may better understand uh, our need of you, that we may never run from you, but towards you, Lord. Let's pray for each individual in this room, that you would strengthen them, help them all to finish this school year strong, especially over these next few days. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. We hope this has been helpful for you. Please keep an eye out for more audio upcoming from WYN.